The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome lockdowns radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed it up. (laughs) Heelandtoeapparel.com Heel&Toe Apparel is all about making clothes for people who love to drive. They're all about the manual transmission, and we support that. I don't know what else to say about them that we haven't said before. They make the coziest shirts cool sweatshirts the raddest hats they have a really cool new camo trucker hat i love the the new heel and toe badge logo or i guess you call it a shield logo and those shirts look really cool and uh yeah they've been making our rally shirts for the past geez i don't even know now at this point it's like 10 rallies or something and everyone is better than the next i swear it's like everyone is my favorite shirt and this last batch is the same thing we did the sierra rally rewind and they made us some really cool shirts black with gold and uh, i'm in i'm in love with them i think i i took three of them for myself so uh yeah check out heel and toe apparel.com forward slash dwa and use the code dwa at checkout to get 20 percent off your order support those that support us check out heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash dwa check us out and show your support at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome as well as you know giving us a little support for this uh weekly podcast we provide we also give you some cool benefits like free sticker packs discounts on Things in our store like the license plate stickers, license plate frames, rally hats, a bunch of other stuff. You also get early access to DWA rallies if you're in the area and events like Camping Wall Awesome. Check it out at patreon.com forward slash driving wall awesome. Welcome to Driving Wall Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Lane. Uh, Bart. And this is a podcast about, sometimes about cars and other things. Mm -hmm. Um, Art's drunk. He's talking in robot gibberish. Um, It's later than we usually record. It's uh, 7.30 uh, in the evening. And lately we've been recording in the mornings, Mm -hmm. 11 o'clock a.m. So... Excuse us if we sound a little haggard. I think little, it's the opposite. Uh, I think we we sound. Um, wait, is it is sprightly a word? Why does that sound like it's a word? Is, yeah, uh, sprightly is a word. Yeah. I think it is right. Uh, Spunky. Yeah. We're no, also sorry. we're also able to partake in alcohol at this at this time, That's and right. uh, in the morning, you know, it'd be kind of weird. So well, it's five o'clock somewhere, Lane. Ah, uh, just like Ricky Martin said. You know, just living La Vida Loco. Did Ricky Martin say that? <laughs> no, I'm, it's a throwback to a conversation that wasn't on on yeah. the broadcast. Nice callback, <laughs> no, uh, Lane. Thank you. Um, 
But yeah, that is true though. Back. That that is one thing that uh, is is a fact. You know, if we record earlier in the day, we had to go. We got a full day of work ahead of us, so we don't we don't really drink or do you know heroin or whatever you're into, uh, Warren. But um, you know, this was this used to be the norm. We would start recording around this time, and we would eat a lot of beef jerky and drink a lot of stuff. So um, we'll yeah, see how it changes. We'd be up here. till eleven o'clock because we'd go to Mexican food after this. And Damn, I kind of miss it. Lane would get a beef stew or whatever. Carne and Sahugo. Sahugo. Yeah. Beef in the, in the, what is it, Sahugo. Juice. Beef, beef in the juice. Beef in the juice. Beefy juice. Yeah. Um, Although, yeah. that being said, um, Mad Men style, right, back in the day, like that, they would start with a cocktail in the morning, I think, right, for breakfast. I know. <laughs> I rest my case. Uh, and I've heard of uh, I've heard of people drinking during brunch. That no is less. a thing, yeah. Uh, mimosas and stuff, yeah. Or and, uh, and or whiskey shots, whatever like, you're gonna do. Such as, yeah. Such as, yeah. Post Vive Cuervo. <clears throat> I came to a realization recently that um, people always talk about their favorite food. You know, what's your, what's your favorite food you could eat for the rest of your life? Blah blah blah. blah. And everyone's like, Art's gonna say sushi, and then someone else can be like Italian food. You know, and I figured out what mine is. What's yours? You have any guesses? Uh, I mean, burritos. That's pretty close. Uh, ramen. Uh, that'd be a that'd be a hard one. Uh, maybe like a third place. But Warren's like a really hardcore no. ramen fan. I think a real ramen, not top ramen. Too. I, I do love ramen. I do love ramen. But uh, number one, American breakfast. American breakfast. Oh. American breakfast. Okay. Not bad. It is good. Di- that's a great dinner, dude. It's fucking amazing. Is there a There's better so much dinner? Variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would eat. I could eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The menus are huge. There's so much good stuff. Um, yeah, I'm all in. Like a really good diner. Uh-huh. That's like my spot. My yeah, jam. but you can't eat like the sandwich. You have to just have the breakfast stuff. Yeah, but the breakfast is pretty varied. Right, you know, right, you right. can so Monte Cristo. There's a uh, you know breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burritos. Oh, come oh. on. This is getting ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> American uh, breakfast. No, I, w- I, w- I, w- I, w- I went straight to bacon, eggs, and toast. Maybe we, you can get away with some uh, gravy and biscuits or something in there. But like <laughs> that, after that, I mean, you start branching out to what any, do you mean? All, or all sorts of food. Dude, when I go to like local diner here, steak and eggs, pork chop you and s- eggs. You eat steak and eggs for breakfast? Never, never done that. Of course. What? Uh, what do you mean, What? You're a weirdo. People listening right now are, you're are, are wild, you're wild. You're a wild guy, Warren. <laughs> what do you mean? You're a wild that's man, a s- dude. Standard that's, that, issue. That's out, that's out there, bro. No, I'm, yeah. I'm totally giving you shit. Wait, 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 wait. So you're out on steak and no, eggs? No, I'm just fucking around. Uh, but uh, like, oh, oh, have you ever done it? No, Art, have you ever done it? Yes, I have. But it's it's not my go-to, yes, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my, I, I, he got all high pitched. Well, anytime I go, dude, if it's breakfast pissed. for me, uh, if it's American breakfast, there has to be bacon in it. And that's going to be my meat of choice um, over pretty much anything else uh, as a breakfast item. Um, but yeah, I've had some steak and eggs. It's okay. I mean, it's just not my go-to, I guess, you know. Just defending. I'm not saying it's my, my stance. <laughs> I'm not saying it's my go-to. I'm just saying it's a possibility. I've it never ordered very, steak and eggs. That's like a that's like a casino at four in the morning after being up all night. This is uh, steak and eggs. This is your pepper mill uh, action, right? Pepper exactly. And sometimes they'll have from the night before a little leftover prime rib. That's the that's the hack is you get prime rib and eggs mm. if you can pull that off. But I'm surprised. Uh, I mean, American breakfast. I have to specify that because breakfast is absolutely not the same all over the world and in fact like european breakfast is kind of horrible it's um it's 
cheese and cold cuts and uh, soft boiled egg and bread. Well, like not even. Wait, whoa! You just said America. Are you just said breakfast is different all over the world, and you're just throwing European <laughs> into an entire category? Yeah, yeah. Well, like like Western from, Europe, people Western from Europe. Switzerland, Germany, to like Germany, Germany, Belgium, like, it's like <laughs> Germany, Belgium. Uh, those areas have and a then English similar... breakfast, right? The bean, you get beans Ugh, and, down. and a fucking yeah. shitty stewed yeah. tomato or whatever. Oh, man. I, like, tomato. I like me some uh, yeah. British breakfast. Super salty ham. Yeah, I can't You're get a down salty with that. Ham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is true though. Um, I do like me uh, like Japanese breakfast. Huh? Going back to Japanese, uh, soft boiled <laughs> egg over uh, just like sushi rice in the morning is fantastic. That's a really I nice mean, one. It's okay, oh. but it's not gonna come close to uh to steak and eggs an american an american yep. bomb ass diner it blows it out of the water i um that's subjective warren um <laughs> uh, but i i just i do of course it's opinion i do i do like your um see what steak and eggs to me just always reminds me of the uh the family guy um skit it's like it's like those bodybuilders from the 1800s with a curly mustache and like and they just eat steak and eggs and steak and eggs. Do you remember that little skit? Uh, <laughs> no, but I can picture it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to say you have to eat steak and egg all the time, but uh, some good French toast maybe. It's um, a good call though, man. A it's, waffle. It's, uh, some yeah. Good stuff. Um, hmm. I don't know. It's like favorite food, though. I I guess it's not specific enough for me. Like, that's why when you said steak and eggs, I was like, all right, that is it. Because people ask what your favorite food is, right? Like, that's like your favorite dish. But I'm saying, you know, you could say Japanese. You could say Italian. All of it. Those are the common. Gotcha. You're talking about all of it. Yeah, yeah. I see. But I guess to be more specific, I'm saying, I'm not saying American food. I'm saying American breakfast. American breakfast. So that's, that's, yeah, there you go. Well, because American food would include so much stuff. Yeah, that's well, almost we're just out, a melting right? pot. Yeah, Anyways, exactly. Yeah, but I feel like we have a pretty good, pretty good, solid uh, representation when it comes to breakfast. Pancake and eggs. Is uh, do you think hash um, browns? Do you think uh, French but, toast? I know, right? That, that's kind of where waffles. I'm going with this. What is the? Um, <laughs> where am I? I'm tripping Burritos. on this. Poached eggs. Or, what is it with the hollandaise? Where am I tripping out? Eggs Benedict. Is that an American thing eggs or Benedict. is that British? Love it. Loves it. It's from Benedict uh, Arnold. <laughs> Days. Cumberbatch. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. I wonder how, actually, yeah. as a matter of fact, now I want to kind of go back and figure this out. How American is American breakfast? Like, what is actually American breakfast? Like, what has been adopted and integrated, right? Like, because I mean, French I don't toast think is a good, we really have a good one, American. Wham, <laughs> I think, I think hamburger is American. I think, um, I thought you know, it was some of those staples that's <laughs> from hamburg <laughs> but i think actually putting them between pieces of bread anyways we're not gonna this is not the, our topic <laughs> oh, is there's it whole pe- shows like, dedicated to this show is a hot like dog beef. a sandwich i mean it, i thought pizza <laughs> was etruscan i don't know dude it's getting out of control um i know but, and is pasta asian or is it uh Italian? Well, seminola I, I don't think they have that in in asia but um yeah we'll, we'll but yeah <laughs> i like rice-anola. it i like it and though granola i've heard of that I like and is though. every yellow rice made with saffron? We That's a good question. Where's the saffron the from? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think how actually the yellow color if it's not saffron. How yellow? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I do think that American breakfast is unique in a lot of ways, and a lot, and and it, it that it is typically a lot heartier. Um, and like a lot of countries, I feel like uh, breakfast. Or actually, well, one thing that is unique about American breakfast is that it's very sweet. A lot of it is sweet, right? You have like the pancakes and all, a lot of desserty kind of stuff, right? Not all of it, but I mean, it can whereas like that be, isn't the case in many countries. More, it's more salty and a lot of. Uh, I, feel I mean, like that's it's more not, savory. I don't think that's true. I think it's a yeah, 50, but like 50. a traditional breakfast is eggs, potatoes, 
toast, bacon, and uh, meat. It's savory. Right? It's yeah. savory. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, this is not. Donuts. I, don't, I didn't mean to. Does stir any any the other pot. country in the world have donuts for breakfast? I don't think. I don't think that's. I a went to thing. get. I went to a diner the other day, and uh, the, the lady said, uh, "We got. I got French toast," and she said. Should I, do you want me to make that with the uh, cinnamon rolls that we have in back? Whoa. Just cut those and you're like, what? The Absolutely, heck? you fucking do that. That was so good. Amazing. Who is this, dude? Underrated. I I didn't really pay much attention to it until recently. Jeffries. Oh, interesting. Get into Jeffries in yeah, Midtown yeah. Santa Cruz. It is so good. Wow. Huh. I've been doing a diner tour with some friends. Oh, Try to meet nice. up once once a week, and we're we're starting at the lowest and working our way up. What's so, the lowest? Well, Denny's? lowest. Uh, I hate to say it, Santa Cruz Diner. Lower than Denny's. The lowest. That's lower than Denny's. Well, we're not doing we're not doing national chains. Oh, okay. We're doing local locals only. But uh, Santa Cruz Diner was lowest. Um, Cookhouse by Gales, not great, but okay. Capitola Diner. You'd never even think of that place. I bet you don't even know where it is, Lane. I don't. I'm and trying to think of it. It's where the old blockbuster, next to the old blockbuster on 41st. Well, what? There's something used there? A, okay. It used cool. to be a Lions. Yeah. yeah. Lions? Oh, this shit. This is so inside yeah, baseball. Yeah. Like, I don't even listen to this. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but Jeffrey's is now uh, took over the top of the list. And our next spot is Beach Street Cafe by the Boardwalk, which I've ever been to. I've been there so gonna, once. I'm where does the Saturn Cafe it. fit into all this? <laughs> closed out of business closed dude does it am i my tripping or is uh santa cruz diner no longer 24 hours i remember a few years ago i tried to go like at two in the morning and it was Ooh. closed it used that's to, a that, good question that was, like, actually go-to spot right like yeah mm-hmm. we used to go there all the time like 20 years ago that was like the jam at two in the morning yep. yeah and it's actually quite good at two in the morning but uh, like waffle house <laughs> is <right>? sober <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but when you're sober at like you know 8 a.m it's not great uh anyways so, like I said, I started this podcast with saying this is about cars. Uh, Sometimes. <laughs> I guess we could try to get back to that. We have uh, some Instagram questions. Is it time for that? Let's do it. Yeah. Go. Come on. Go. Come on, guys. Shoot. Come on, guys. Um, all right. Let's see. Yeah. All right. Bobby Reed with the car says, since you, since you got your first manual transmission car... Has there ever been a time when you didn't own a car with a manual? Mm. Oh. Yes. In your fleet, there was no manual. Yeah, there was. When was that? So when I was like 20, um, I blew the head gasket on my Audi 4000 CS Quattro, and uh, I needed a car, and I was gifted the worst car I've ever owned. And I think I've mentioned it a couple times uh, years ago. It was an automatic 1985 Accord, um, and it was the sedan. It was not the cool coupe, not the cool hatchback, uh, and it was the base. It was a DX, so it was it was fuel injected. I'm sorry, it was carbureted, not fuel injected, and it was a pain in the ass. It was super anemic, and that carburetor sucks because it has a tremendous amount of fucking vacuum lines, and I never fixed yeah. the vacuum leak in that car. They had this vacuum leak that I just I never found, um, and that was the worst car I ever owned, and it was the only time I had an automatic um, as my only car. Only car, yeah. Uh, my first car was automatic, but then quickly after, I, I went to manual, and I've never not had, had a one, but that's also because I've owned like my BMW for so long, so it's kind of like cheater mode, you know, just always there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, so since like 2000 or 99... 
Uh, I've, yeah, always had a manual on tap. Uh huh. And I right now we have three, three manuals in the house. Oh, Mighty Max, BMW, and the Banigan. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I had, I think I had a point where I just had a Ford F 150 truck for like maybe three months. Because you're a truck guy, I could see. Yeah, that. I'm a truck guy. Ford, you know, '88 Ford F-150, you know, geared in single cab, um, and then I had a in between the 928 and the 944. There was probably like a five or six month period where I just had the Jetta TDI as my my car. My wife. oh right, my wife always had an automatic. So yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, Big Fat Flip says. What car would be the ideal Luigi to your Mario rally car? Bonus, what car would be its dastardly Wario Waluigi? What is oh. the second what, one? Who is yeah, Luigi yeah. to Mario? Is that like a, like, is that like a Batman and like Robin your, thing? The sidekick? Your, yeah, your homie. I know. So like, Lane, yours would be like a 924. Uh, right? But but uh, aren't they more like of equals? No. Luigi and Luigi's Mario little... are... Yeah, it seems like they're Luigi's pretty identical. A slow, he's he's in the slow train, right? He's Luigi's like a little. He's like he takes tall. a short bus to school to plumber school. Oh, you're talking about the uh, short bus. Uh, <laughs> Luigi is pretty legit. Yeah, you're right, uh, Lane. He's like he's. I he, think they're they have different attributes, but they 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 tend to be this. They have the same uh, skill levels. Let's say. But Mario's number one, right? Like, no one wants to be Luigi. Only I don't know, dude. No. Toad's pretty sick, you know? Princess has <laughs> no, her merits. Toad involved. <laughs> yeah, different attributes. I guess, Um, uh, but in theory, though, the idea being that it's a sidekick, right? He isn't the main guy. So um, Mario what, is what the is main your, dude. Yeah, huh? What so, is your sidekick? So it is Batman and Robin? Yeah. It's kind of fucked up that they call it Mario Brothers, and it's not even their last name. Not even brothers. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if they're brothers or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, shouldn't it be like, uh, you know, the the Ferrari brothers and Mario and Luigi, but it's Mario Dude, Brothers. And I want to know. Do oh, they you're have a so name? right. That's like, a bunch of bullshit. I always trip out when I go to still, or not to this day, because I haven't been in a wedding in a while, but when you go to weddings, it's like Mr. and Mrs. Madsen, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Warren Madsen. Or something, you know, had, they'll they'll say the first name of the guy yeah, and then the last yeah, name. You're yeah, like, yeah. that seems They've like the away most. from that a little bit. I went to a wedding, <laughs> T Duck uh, officiated uh, Nathan's wedding, and uh, I the way he was saying that line, uh, I had a full like meltdown uh, laugh fest. Yeah, yeah, like hands like on my face, dying laughing because he kept saying Mister and Mrs. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Julia Nathan. And I'm like, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Julia Nathan. Anyway, you had to be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting scene. Yeah, it doesn't make sense the way he said it. No. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> blowing it. Um, I can't find a last name for these guys, but I did find that Mario, at least, is Italian American. All right. He's actually. Uh, yeah, Italian I think they're American from Brooklyn, plumber. right? Or something like that. They're supposed to, because they have a plumbing repair business, right? Oh, here you go. Italian-American plumber Mario and his brother Luigi exterminate creatures, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I haven't seen the- Mario I, I have, Brothers. I own the VHS of the, the the movie, but I haven't, I don't have a VHS cool. player. <laughs> so, There's a movie? Yeah, you know, yeah. Mario. Oh, the, it had oh, the, the guy from, live, uh, had the guy from Party action. of Five, right? See, Lane, what's up? Live action movie. Wow. Live action That's movie. That's a low, 
It's a low point. Did there. it have John uh, Leguizamo in it? I think so. Oh, that's two on the nose. Um, <laughs> so what is your uh, Luigi to your Mario? I mean, I'm, I don't really understand what... I, I don't know. Mine, like a BMW Z1? I don't know. Like a like a, like a smaller two-seater version of the car? Because it's essentially an E30, right? Right. And it's a little sportier, They're I guess, because so Luigi seems a little... He's thinner. He's maybe a little more agile, right? He's like a little more... Limber. But he's like kind of clumsier. Is he? At the... He hmm. feels like it. He's like tall and clumsy. Mario's short and squat, but he's like quicker. Badass. Yeah. Badass. <laughs> what's a what's a yeah, exactly. yeah. This is a weird question, dude. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what about the other ones even worse? Like what is it? It's like the and like the, the antichrist or what do you say? The Wario so, I mean, is like the wild would be card, like, like the crazy yeah, the crazy I, version of your car. With the with the Yeah, mustache. so I think it would be I think it would be like an American version of an E thirty, which Oh dude, I'm I got one. Nine forty four the Luigi can be an RX-7, dude. Oh, uh, there you uh, go. Uh, FC. That's a really good call, actually. Oh, the actually. Luigi, okay. Because it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a copy of it, right? It's a, a yeah. Japanese copy. Yeah, and then the wildcard version could be like a Carrera GTS or something. Whoa. That's, is Wario, the Wario version cool of though? my car would be a Cadillac Cimarron. Of which car? Cimarron. Of my E30. Uh, why is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> Me either. I think this is all we're supposed to do, right? This is enough entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Monty's, Monty's E30 says, approve or disapprove. Your manual car has a switch for forward and reverse, and you can now shift through the gears while in both directions. That's a uh, semi-truck thing, right? Oh, really? Don't oh. you put it in gear and you can you can actually shift through the... You put it in dr- whatever drive you want and then you can shift through the gears i don't know but i have no need i have no no desire yeah i know it sounds crazy that's yeah i am fairly certain that's an industrial uh transmission that makes thing. sense i mean yeah i think uh, yeah the 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 way that reverse is geared is plenty fast for pretty much anything that you will ever need it to be right <laughs> yeah yeah in fact i don't even know i'm trying to think how fast the fastest i've ever gone in reverse and i mean I don't think it's over 20 miles an hour. I mean, I, I don't know. Man, yeah, maybe. they're usually pretty low geared in reverse. I mean, it's mm, low. Very low. I think it's usually lower than first gear, right? So um, yeah. 20 is probably revving it out pretty hard. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Ofuchs911 says, 996 GT3 is the new 73 RS. Agree or disagree? I like that analogy. It's pretty good. Yeah, but it's kind GT3 of becoming like the holy okay. grail, like the the lightweight, the like driver's version of the modern. Yeah, the Porsche's most analog, right? It's the most. Yeah. But wouldn't there be a Although, homologated version of that, like a nine nine six that is even holier of a grail? That there is the RS, yeah, GT three RS. I mean, but it's not. That, but they didn't make a streetcar version, so that's the right. Yeah. Wait, the GT three RS. You wouldn't they did. say. A, well, they, in Europe they made an RS. Yes, right, that's the that's we the we didn't get anything. Right. We didn't get an RS. But that would be the the one that's above what we got, um, which would be more run closer to the RS, right? Like because it is even right. less. Like it's got, I think it might even have thinner glass or Lexan glass, which is what the yeah, 73 yeah. RS did have. Like that's there was what I'm looking packages, for. Packages, right? But the the 73 RS they had a street touring version that that's did, right you know, yeah so that w- so is ours is closer is. to that right our yeah. our the touring version of the 73 is like our u.s spec gt3 non-rs and then the euros mm-hmm. and then the the full 
lightweight version of the 73 RS would be more equivalent to the RS. But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's the most direct, the most analog, you know, the least nannies of the modern 911s. Um, well, wouldn't you also have to put the GT2 in that category? I mean, but no, as far as a- like production numbers also being the most raw and insane to drive. And if in 73 they had a turbo figured out for streetcars, they probably would have... Well, they no, there were. I mean, there were turbos, but I mean, I think it's just more about like the, the analogness, which mean, I mean, not that turbos right. aren't analog, but it, it, it requires more, right? And so the the naturally aspirated element of the standard GT3 and GT3 RS, I think, were kind of more analogous to the original, right? Versus, I agree with uh, that. I'm just yeah. thinking of a more rare and raw car but the gt3 is super analog so that's a gt3 is helpful i would still say i'd say it's more raw than a gt2 oh really yeah i mean okay. it's just a it has the turbo nature to it you know it's like they're they have a knife edge kind of thing because they are turbocharged with you know they're like a widow maker or whatever but it's still less raw than a gt3 huh yeah i guess that's uh that's a good point. It kind of depends on what your definition of raw is because it's it's almost like you're looking for that, um, the experience, you know, that sense of occasion. And both offer something different. So it's like, you know, yeah, where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's like you can't say one is more motorsporty than the other because obviously turbos are used in motorsport extensively too and as they were back then too. Um but I guess just like same for same. I mean, I think that the naturally naturally aspirated is kind of the most obvious. Um, I think don't GT three nine nine six GT threes have ABS? That's the only thing they have, right? Yeah, I think they have ABS. That's probably Gen the, Gen. Yeah, they only but they don't have uh, no, no traction control. They don't no have traction control or, or yeah. any stability control or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. they definitely have ABS though. And same with GT two, right? Um, GT two, I, I think has. has. I want to say it has traction control and stuff, right? It, or does it I don't not? Think it does. I remember that being I a thing, or that, right? that it didn't have it. But I don't know what else right. it, if it has anything else. I mean, like stability control or uh, ABS. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he got one. I'm stoked for him. He he replaced his G body with with a GT3, um, the oh, black one. Yeah. So, um, so the zero Fuchs or O Fuchs thing doesn't really apply as much because you kind of like have to go out of your way to get ugly Fuchs on your 996. Yeah. Um, Ugh. Don't do that. Yeah. But it is a really cool car. Yeah. Congrats on that. Nice. <clears throat> Chekor says, where's the ideal location in a car for a cup holder? Hmm. Middle low. I think it's middle low. Middle low is key. Yeah. Because you don't want to in your way when you have your arm on your armrest, but you don't want it. And it's got to be yeah. low and you don't enough want to it, not be in the way of shifter. Yeah, you don't want it in the way of the shifter. Well, the front, I mean, because like the way that I, like on, you know, like the Kugel works, works cup holder for E30s, it's in front of the shifter and it's actually not in the way. Like it's, it's, it's positioned in a way that the shifter doesn't, you know, while you're shifting through yours, you don't hit anything that's there. That's pretty ideal because yep. it's like, you're not, it's not obstructing anything in the middle and or by your armrest um and it's still easy to get to it's not blocking any trying to think now look I'm, i haven't seen it in a bit but i guess it does block your um hvac a little bit but you can kind of work around it i think right. a lot of the the car companies have it right though it's like basically right in front of the center cons in in front of the armrest and lower than the armrest like you guys are talking about and and it's yeah. far enough away from the shifter where it's not getting in the way of that I'm not down with those little 
pop out stuff in the dash because oh, like then it's held by this. Stuff? It just has this one little thing that's holding the bottom of the cup. And if you have something cold, it's going to drip down yeah. onto wherever it's dripping. Yeah, but, you want it to drip into a, a housing that you can wipe up later rather than drip right. all over the floor or exactly. splash all over the place. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Also, the, a lot and of times break. those cover vents, right? Like that, yep. they're in, they're usually in front of vents. Like I, I think the yeah, B five exactly. Audis have it above the stereo, and it pops out, and it covers those two center vents from what I recall. So nine nine seven doesn't. It's just a strip in the middle of the right side of the dash that oh, so pops bad. out. Um, yeah. Oh, like in front above the glove box, isn't it? I'm yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Trim. How do you guys it's feel about trim. um? Like you know how like those old school ones that you could buy at like the auto parts store and hang from your door from your sill and it would be like on the left side to the left of your steering wheel. How do you feel about that mm. spot? Can yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't leave know. those out. No, there. I think it's fine depending on the car, but uh, nothing beats just down low, s- stable, solid. Um, uh, the E30, I always put it between the passenger seat and the center tunnel. There's like just a perfect little spot cups nice wedge i've been wanting to get one of those patina handle ones for Mm. uh porsches but i think they would fit kind of everything but they just fit on the uh on the seat rail and then they sit like two to like three inches off the ground so your cuffs essentially sitting in this thing on the ground on the passenger side on the floorboard yeah right there yeah yeah on the floorboard and that would work pretty well even if you had a passenger it could you know you could get you can get by uh yeah and, and your car's so low, like you're exactly. so low to the ground. Yeah, I'm not. Re- it wouldn't be a big reach or anything. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Um, new Classics says, I'm ready for something new. Thinking of letting the 924 go to make room for an older Audi in the mix again. Putting your rad for sale hats on, what are your thoughts on value for a pretty sorted 78? I had no idea it was that old. Uh, 924 with under 60,000 miles and original paint. Or do I hold because it's the next big thing? Oh, it's not. Don't ever say says. that. <laughs> Seven grand. Mm. Seven grand from art. Yeah. Ah man. It's probably a pretty pretty strong number, dude. It's probably think, pretty good art. I think like seven, eight, maybe. Like it's just it's the only I mean it's got the mileage yeah. as an advantage and it's a cool color, which is but a lot yeah. of them are cool colors, right? Like in the in, yeah. I feel like there was. And can you cool. verify that mileage too? That's all oh, TMU, right? Those, yeah, on those old cars, just because they're five-digit odometers too. Um, right. I think and it's it is, right, right in there. Yeah, it is. It is a cool color, original paint. I mean, it's pretty decent shape. Yeah, I yeah, think that's got, a pretty, yeah. pretty good number. Yeah, seven to seven to eight. It's got also um, cool, like good suspension on it, um, like you know, like quality suspension on it, which is nice. But it doesn't necessarily that may not be a bonus for everyone, right? Like it depends on what you're doing. But like I, we would appreciate that, right? As a buyer, um, yeah. But yeah, but I think yeah, like it's not necessarily, unfortunately, one of those value adds that like bumps it up th- two or three grand, right? Because some people might be looking for originality, like you know, there's all these weird factors. Um, these are pretty niche cars, right? I mean, it's just. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, because of that. Yeah, because you also have to like, regardless, like you're going to compare it to a 944 too. So like, you have to look at 944 values for the same car, and it's going to be worth less, right? I mean, it is rarer to find a. It's even rarer to find a good 924, but 
Yeah. I mean, really, you're, you know, you're buying, it's just a little Audi two liter engine, like rough thing. Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, this is a weird, I mean, it's not identical. It's not an exact analogy, but it's sort of like a one seven, um, 914 versus a two liter 914. Right. In terms of like, in terms of a 924 versus 944, like, yeah. And and the the two liter is going to be more desirable. Um, and, uh, cause I mean, without even going into bodies, right. Cause the narrow body is cool. Like that, that has its own thing. It's just more of the, the drivetrain thing that, um, is a bigger deal. I think, I don't know what the brakes are and all that shit, but, um, or it's a 912 to a 911, you know? I mean, interesting. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That is a good point. That's actually more, more akin to it. I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that engine is that's definitely a- not of interest, not interesting at all. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, the weirder thing about this is I actually did, I was just curious and I DM'd him and I'm like, dude, like what old Audis did you have? And he sent me like a list of all sorts, but he wants to build like a, a, a B3 or B4. So like, you know, like the early nineties Audis and he wants to put a swap in that and then like make it very like snow worthy. And I was like, Whoa, that's a really trippy build. I mean, obviously it'd be cool to see it, but I didn't even know there was like much enthusiasm. So like an Audi 80, 90. Yeah. Kind of yeah. I yeah. didn't even know that people were super like fond of those, but I guess they have a Teal, do an, do an Audi V8, please. That would be sick. Oh, they yeah. just they look don't so exist. Good, Find the nicest one in the world. It's probably like three grand. Yeah, and put a. <laughs> what do you put in that? An LS or something? Two no. JZ. Or put the yeah. put the Audi the R8 V10 right. No, I'm sorry, the V8 from the Audi R8. The the same as the um, the RS4. Actually, oh. Audi R8 uh, Audi V8 because they look so good. They're so squared they're so, off. They're really cool. And yeah. then put a. Uh, Put a five-cylinder turbo from like a TTRS in it. Oh, Whoa. boost it up. Right? Yeah. Uh, like a more modern, right. a modern drivetrain. Yeah. Yeah. I just think Audi V8. Let's just keep pumping that. Audi V8. Yeah. SF Production Gabe says uh, TRL or DRL. That's uh, Total Request Live or yeah. Daytime Running Lights. Total Request Live, dude. Total Request Live. So that was with, um, what's his name? Carson um, Daly. Carson Daly, and you would just call in and request a video. Is that what it was? A music video? I mean, yeah. they had a live audience too, Art. Oh, it's a lot of cheering long. going they on. Would premiere, they would premiere a lot of uh, cool videos. Ooh. Yeah, it was like a five o'clock, like drive time kind of show. Yeah. <laughs> they would premiere, but it was um, total request, though. Like, that's deceiving. That's uh, confusing. Yeah, they do both. They, they do. did oh. call ins as well, but it would, they had a live audience, dude. It was really I'm cool. kind of into daytime running lights, I got to say. They're, it's a pretty nice feature. Well, for think? what do they provide for Safe. you visibility safety they yeah, just make it where you don't turn on your lights so you have to like tell people to turn on their lights because they think they have their lights I mean, on that's the best case scenario is what they're yeah. for. uh he also goes on to say uh tlr or dlr tony larusa or david lee roth oh Whoa. shoot oh man tony this is hard this is really hard because uh. tony larusa was like basically ideal dad mm. if you could pick your dad mm. it would be tony larusa i mean he would be you here and there but he was he but would he's get stern the, but fair yeah, yeah. Stern, <laughs> stern but, but, fair. but you were be you were being an asshole right so you, exactly you probably deserved it yeah uh. but then david lee roth is like man spandex and that hair wasn't he a car the, guy too or is maybe yeah I don't can't know. drive 55 dude right? yeah i mean no. I kinda... no 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 that's oh like that's hager. hager oh sammy yeah, hager that's yeah, just yeah. hager Yep. But no, they but, had Panama. Panama, the song is about a car. Uh-huh. Hot for teacher uh, is about a that's, teacher. That's about a that's about a Mercury Cougar, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh man, I'm going David Lee. Tony Larusa, you're going David Lee Roth. Yeah. 
Oh, God, it's hard. <laughs> it's so that hard. It's hard. <laughs> God dang it. I'm going to go Tony LaRusso, Hall of Famer, uh, Oakland, Oakland A's uh, legend. What are the um, Oakland A's? Cool, cool haircut. Cool haircut. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I'm, I'm going Tony as well because David has turned into such a kook too. Oh, he has? He's so weird. I've heard that. Yeah. It's not surprising, though. <laughs> How are we surprised about that at all? Um, yeah, he seems Tony. like more of, a, more of a fun time, though, don't you think? <laughs> no, Tony LaRusso is a Tony LaRusso will... Yeah, dude. He'll he out-party David it. Lee Roth. Were you about to say that? <laughs> I, I I think he probably will, dude. Like, but you, you know, know like, like, those, pool, those pool parties you see that, like, COVID spreading? Like, Tony LaRusso is, like, organizing those <laughs> yeah, parties. Exactly. Oh, those ones in, um, at, yeah, the, the Ozarks or whatever? It's like, in the Ozarks in, like, Florida and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a little known <laughs> fact. All right, last question. Tom Neal eight three one says, "Did you see Cruella?" No, I did not. Of course no. I did. Shit. Oh, you did? I, I didn't even. <laughs> yeah. Of course, how did I space? Did. I thought Fred was like a fucking not not a human. <laughs> not gonna watch that shit. Where did you watch it? In, in right, theaters? So give us the review. Oh. On the any computers? Good it's on uh, Disney Plus, I think. Oh, yeah, sweet. Is. Any any good cars? Well, the oh, car, right? There's the just car. the the car. Yeah. And what um, is it? I don't remember what it is now. Dude, I took a picture I of it. I think it's some hodgepodge weird thing, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's like I don't really remember. I saw it car. a couple months ago. But it um I don't know, it was a decent decent movie. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty decent good. Decent movie. Good. All right. It's pretty good. Even though I hate Anne Hathaway. So Whoa. That's saying something. What you got oh. what you got against Anne Hathaway's Anne Hathaway? I just really dislike her. I thought it was Emma Stone. Are they both in it? Oh her? shit, it is Emma Stone. Okay, Jesus I like Christ. it. Emma Stone's All cool. Right, this is the worst movie review ever. Emma Stone is I cool. I saw it long. so long ago, dude, and for some reason. But anyways, it is, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. The kids loved it, too. They liked it a lot. I don't so know. I, I like I, a 90s, I, 90s throwback back feel, feel kind of like Matilda. Of Disneyland. They had it on display. Oh, there. Um, oh it's it like a Bugatti Royale wannabe. badge on the grill. Panther. It says Panther. Yeah. Not like an actual, like a, like a, like a cat but a badge that looks like a harley davidson badge that says uh, panther in the middle. got it i don't know what got that it. is all right that's questions panther uh ready for trivia <laughs> um no i did i did want to bring up that um you or someone sent us a bunch of magazines alex yes what's his name yes um um, and you were, it was a bunch of old road and tracks, car, a bunch of rad magazines stating what back to the sixties. Yeah. So Alex, Michael Johnson, who's Alex J 1100 on Instagram and he's a listener. Um, he sent us a smattering of magazines and he said he was moving and he couldn't put them in the recycling. I'm glad he didn't. So he sent them to, uh, to us. And yeah, so there's one from 1972. That's the oldest. And then there's one from like 82, uh, mid eighties, late eighties. And then like one from the mid nineties. Um, but it's really cool because there's a road and track. There's, um, auto sport and motor and sport and a car and just like some old classics. But, uh, one of them is nine, five, nine versus F 40. Uh, one of them is the Zender, uh, vision concept on the cover. It's just very, very cool. 288 GTO review and that road and track. I posted a bunch on the stories. I don't know if you guys saw that, but I, did. I just tried to like, I like your little sprinkling of, uh, interesting of, shit in there. Things. Your little yeah. It's so rad. I mean, 72 is such an underrated year, especially that 
particular issue. Pre smog, pre smog, any of that stuff. And like pre smog, and like yeah. also the end of the good, like kind of the good stuff. And so it's nine fourteen, two forty six uh, GT Dino business um, two thousand two versus uh, uh, Berlina. Anyways, there's just like a lot of cool shit versus RX two, first RX two, which I'm like. What even happened to that car? You know, yeah. how many did those make? Did they make of those? Um, and then the advertisements, of course, like a Pantera ad. Like I've never even seen that. I never thought that there's a thing like that. You know, nine uh, eleven ad with no photo. It just perfectly like shows you they don't even need to advertise how it looks. That's crazy stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I was gonna kind of like go through all of them and just do those kind of stories on our Instagram, and it kind of just highlight some of the good stuff in there and then of course the classifieds are just absolutely insane yeah i saw the uh what was it bmw 507 with a yeah with a with a v8 swap corvette engine yeah which yeah, I, corvette. I think that was pretty common i think people gave up on those those v8s um pretty easily and then even like i think elvis's car that was restored by bmw yeah. and it's at their museum yeah the white one right? came mm-hmm. it came to them in that state oh really because so, they were fuel injected were those cars fuel injected Back I don't think so. Oh. I I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't think so, but you could be right. They were so, well. You were there fifty seven or something. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was. Yeah, I but, was. Um. Well, what, uh, the reason I actually brought it up was, of course, to thank Alex. That's awesome. Uh. And I was looking through the stories you posted, and there was a comparison between the Dino two forty six GT, De Tomaso Pantera, and the Porsche nine eleven E. And yeah. the cornering capability in G's was like super pathetic as expected. But um, the Porsche 911 E was 0.732 G's like on their skid pad, so uh, which is terrible. But I was thinking like, what are what's the cross section width of those tires? Not only were the tires terrible back then, but like 165. Yeah, they were tiny, yeah, like, right? So these terrible. tiny little contact this is, that's a that's this like is Lane's that dream. test I want. There's yeah. my this dream is Lane's test. dream. Yeah. As you do these tests, you get the bone stock examples you can find. And then you put on modern rubber even in that size just yeah. the modern yeah, compounds totally um yeah because i think that would make a huge difference and did you see the price point the the dino is twice as much as the 911 yeah, yeah it's at 14,700 for the dino and the uh portion 911 was 8100 bucks and the other thing that's a big standout so the dino is a 0.83 g's which is you know still pretty shitty but like obviously significantly better than the other ones um or the the detomaso was 0.782 by the way and i'm sure that had a wide ass tire um but the dino yeah. was running 205 squared so that was interesting you know and i'm i'm certain that the mm. pantera had way wider tires uh, and it still yeah. produced a shittier result so there's suspension and you know all this other shit and weight and blah blah but uh but yeah i was wondering how like i I actually am very curious now to see what the 911E was running back there. But yeah, 165, 175 maybe, right, back then? Yeah. And then there's a long-term uh, wrap-up of a 914 four-cylinder, and the author put 50,000 miles on it in two years. Whoa. And by the way, when he left the dealership, it died immediately. And there was some corroded fuse, like a fuel pump fuse or something, that they knew immediately what the problem was. They They cleaned it, put it back in. The car drove. It happened to him again later, and he ended up bridging the fuse or something where he, he eliminated that problem. But and is that the one that. with the clutch where you replace the clutch cable like twice too because it got gummed? Oh, up. I'm not sure. I'll have to look. I, I, I think I have that it. article in. I have these like golden portfolio books, so I have like a golden portfolio on the 914, 
on the 924. Couple of them say all the articles in them, and I believe nice. yeah. that might be that one. So. It was pretty funny to read it because you, I mean, you just think of 914s as old cars, and you never think of them as as yeah. a new thing. And they went from a Volvo 122S after 50,000 miles of a brand new Volvo, and then went to a 914, and they live. I think somewhere in like the Connecticut area. Yeah, they were in like early winter. Yeah, and so winter for two years in a nine fourteen without snow tires. Dang, <laughs> it's just they said it was fine. <laughs> well, probably better than the Volvo, right? I mean, there's more weight across the back, and I mean, like I could say I, maybe, but geez, like yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. But like yeah, weather probably, sealing and stuff, it's right? Like, that's it's what I'm thinking. Tar- that's you know? creature comforts. Yeah, like, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. brand new that car probably leaked air from everywhere, right? As you drove down the road. Exactly. So. Although air cooled cars. Tent, they heat up really fast, so that's, that's true. nice for like the yeah. heater, yeah, right. and also and for you, right? Because that's right there yeah. behind the cabin, and I'm sure it wasn't well insulated, yeah. so it probably warms up the cabin better too, uh, just from, sure. just from radiating heat. Yeah. But that is one thing that I know we've talked about it before, right? Just like how at some point, you know, old cars were pretty terrible, right? Like even when brand new, like you would still people would complain about shitty paint right out of the box, and um, you know, obviously well, like failures that- like this and. No, that story. Uh, one of them was that uh, the uh, AMX, the the Javelin, mm-hmm. um, and it said in the print it was like, if something's wrong with the car and it's our fault, we'll fix it for free. All right. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You better. <laughs> what do you yeah, mean? Is this a free. new thing? Yeah. Before you weren't doing that. Although here's yeah. a, here's a weird one that came to up to modern times. I can't remember if. It might have been Road and Track that actually someone was it Road and Track it might have been Car and Driver. They crashed a 370Z when it first came out because um, on the second lap of their just not like high speed runs, the brakes completely overheated and faded, and they went off track. And it was actually it became like a very severe like known issue that like 370Zs yeah. had really really bad brakes, and so um, they had I think they ended up like putting Nismo like components in them to actually like bring them up to just street par like just to make them safe (laughs) um as like a recall yeah and early gtrs they wouldn't warranty the transmissions if you use launch control right if you lose a use the feature that they gave you yeah yeah it was i think three times or something they gave you i can't remember yeah something like that yeah yeah Yeah. and then um yeah another one led porsche to like do the 100 in a row tests and stuff to like show everyone that they could do it kind of thing yeah, reliability. That was the Turbo S, wasn't it? That they did like yeah, hundred. Yeah, runs. it was um, what's his name? Uh, build race party, party race build. Party race. What's that guy's name? I don't remember. Build race party. That guy. Bill. Uh, he's Bill on something on social. He race. He has an E30 that he bought raced in Baja. Bill race hmm. party. Not build. Build build race party. Hmm. Build race, race party. party. <laughs> Just keep saying it, and something will happen. Something will happen. Whoa, he's got an interesting Instagram so account. What's his name? I don't know. It doesn't say his name on this thing. It just says build race party. This Living is going the dream, back. one build at a time. <laughs> there you Jeez. go. This is going back to the 914. It says, uh, the heating system is adequate for the Northeast, and I went through the winter with just Michelin ZXs, no snow tires. I would have preferred that the five and a half inch rims uh, and at least 100, uh, 165 15s were fitted, but the originals lasted 46,000 miles. The original and tires. Then he, went to, then he went to 165 15s after that. And the dealer installed radio was $150. 
There you go. Hmm. Sensational. So, yeah. 46,000 miles on the, on those tires, he said? Yeah, in through winter and And probably, that. I mean, rallying the hell out of it on back roads, right? I mean... <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's awesome. With no one around back in the old days. No, I don't... Speaking of terrible cars, what happened with your Mighty Max? Wasn't there your throttle body situation? <laughs> Did you ever fix that? Yeah, I, I've had had a little bit of time to go down a rabbit hole on some a forum that was talking about something, and then it didn't specify which motor the car had. Had a few people chime in on DMs with everything from alternator issues, uh, mass airflow sensor, uh, coolant temperature sensor which i think actually isn't a bad call but the fact that it's so intermittent is weird to me so um yeah i'm not really any further along but uh i'm getting to a point where i don't really want to fix it Mm, (laughs) yeah i don't i don't really want to go down the rabbit hole of like okay coolant temp sensor and then i get maybe an idle air controller and then it needs a starter and you know it's like what? Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing is that if you hold on to it, uh, about five years down the line, we're gonna we're gonna look back and say, remember when Mighty Maxes weren't worth even fixing? But now, look at them, dude. They're forty five grand, That's dude. So true. I mean, it's crazy. Like, Not gonna know. happen. Sorry. <laughs> That's so true. No, I'm 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 not very like sentimental with it. I like it as a tool and stuff, and I, really? I got it for free. Lane, is he not sentimental with it? <laughs> sentimental as ice. Nah. Um, I mean, I keep it around, but it, I haven't done anything to it. So it's like really easy to keep around. And now it's all of a sudden like, mm. uh, do I really want to put, I don't even know how much into it. 500 bucks. I don't know. Yeah. Um, half the value of the car <laughs> back yeah. into it. I know. Right. Yeah, um, but hard. then again, like I can't like right now, I just got it past smog, uh, in the summer and I think it's been 90 days. So I would have to get a re-smog to sell it mm. other than just selling it as a project. Um, it really doesn't drive very good right now with the idle, like surging like crazy. It goes from like idle to 2000 RPMs up and down. And then the, yeah, then the starter issue. So, all right. So I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm sure you've already done this, but I have to ask, have you tried to find a vacuum leak anywhere else? Like by spraying it with like brake cleaner or anything? No, I, I haven't. Okay. And I've, I've inspected all of the hoses and stuff. Um, it's just the way that it acts. It's it's not a vacuum leak. I'm I'm pretty sure because yeah. I can, like I said, I can disconnect the throttle position sensor. Yeah. And the idle stabilizes, but it's too high. Yeah. So but, that seems electronic but I think to me. That's why I mean that's what I was mentioning last time is that I feel like the throttle position sensor is trying to compensate. It's trying to fix it. So when you plug it in, it's trying because it it senses okay the throttle's open too too much, so it's trying to bring it down. But then the other thing that's the problem brings it back up, and then you end up with this bouncing. Yeah, thing. that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely check for that. And I, my only reason I don't think that's it is because I've had to I had to take the throttle body off and clean it once before, and I found something like one of the gears inside of it had, like one of the teeth were kind of chipped away, and I'm like, ah, eh, that doesn't look good. So I, I didn't replace it because it's like unobtainium. I've looked everywhere yeah. for California. Thailand. Last of the Mighty Max throttle body is not easy to come by. So, yeah, I'm like, I don't really want to go down there. I almost just tore it apart the other day. I had the hood open, and I was like, oh, fuck, it won't take me that long to get the throttle body off and look at it, and, and I didn't do it. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's, like, kind of my next thing. But, yeah, definitely going to eliminate uh, the issues with any vacuum hoses and stuff like that and then figure that out. And then, yeah, like, 
I was talking with Lane about this. It's kind of like where you want to just start over the whole fleet. <laughs> like my, my Mercedes wagon is, it's good. Everything's fine with it, but it's not getting any younger. And it is now to the age where all of the rubber on the outside of the car is starting to chip away and fall apart. Mm. So I'm talking about every single window seal on the outside. So like mm-hmm. the little quarter windows that you can't easily replace, all that stuff is just literally disintegrating. Yeah. Like the seals around the roof rack, all that stuff's just falling up, chipping apart. Now people listening at home are like, well, what's the big deal? You know, just fix it. That's a, kind of a big job <laughs> for taking all the glass out and stuff on some of those windows. I don't really want to do that, but I also don't want a car that leaks and, you know. So, yeah. again, we're getting to these points of these cars. Like, I'm I'm starting to think, like, the next the next moves. And it's yeah. sort of a house of cards. It all starts to, to fall just, down. Just fucking all of it, man. It's clean slate. Boom. Dude. Um, <laughs> kind of. That's dude, so sort with of the, how I feel. With the Mighty Max, isn't there, is there still, like, a smog? Or, well, you just passed smog. But is there still, like, a cash for clunkers kind of thing? Maybe you can donate it. Or you can get a write-off. But can you get cash for it somehow? Like, I wonder if there's something like that. To bring it I off the haven't heard of anything like that, and I believe those those systems work where they take your car, they auction it off, and then you get that cash. Oh, really? Tax huh. value or something? Cars no, but you kids? just get the write-off value. <laughs> the write-off. Right, that's what I mean. The write-off value. But you don't get you don't get the money. You just get like no, no, off no. your, and then it ends up not being very fruitful. Very yeah. Fruitful. So the no, cash for collectors like thing was, it, but you had to fail smog first, I think, right? So that and so in theory, you, nah. Oh, you could just if it was just an old car. Nope. No, you yeah. just gave an old cash or clunker is a very limited time thing, and you just gave them your car, dude. And they gave you, and they would take everything, and it was like you'd get money yeah. for something rotting away in the forest. Yeah. Uh yeah. So that was a business model, huh? You go look around for all that stuff, and then just donate it all. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so many good cars got scrapped. I mean, not good cars, but a lot of Radwood era stuff. Some good, I think just, some good stuff got scrapped. For I sure. think so too. Yeah. And just like clean versions of. Whatever, you know, like a first-gen minivan, perfect first-gen minivan, I'm sure it was just like, get rid of this thing. Yeah, I bet a lot of like R107 SLs and uh, 928s yeah. and kind of, you know. R1, yeah, R129s too. Yeah. Here yeah, you go. A lot of that stuff. Cashforclunkers.org. What's your vehicle worth? Get a no, obliga- no obligation quote for in two minutes. Look yeah, at but that's just some place that made a site called oh, cashforclunkers.org yeah. Clunk- probably, right? It's, I don't, not, I don't it's know, .org, though. .org is, is uh, government. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it says I'll, cash oh, for clunker like, states. California is included. Yeah. yeah. Although, org, you could, I could start an org. Radwood used to be an org. So. Well, here you go. California cash for clunkers retirement plan for California. Uh, latest update. That's called. They're talking about people. Consumer assistance clunkers. program. California Bureau, Bureau of Auto Repair. I'm going to send this to you because maybe this is the way to do it. I don't want to go down no, the road. I'd rather give it, it away. You can just sell it. Oh, you want yeah. to sell? You want to sell a car with a gnarly? Uh, you can definitely do it. You can sell it for a thousand bucks. Yeah. Someone, someone needs the. It the runs. Parts of, it's not like it's a. I mean, it, the motor it, has one hundred and twenty-six thousand miles. Oh, I mean, fresh. I'm sure someone, someone needs it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. This is a part of a much bigger conversation. Lane and I like touched on it briefly when we were driving to Monterey Car Week in Carmel. We like had this moment of like Zen. You know, I've and like my E30, I've done everything I want to with it. Really, we've done fucking ten rallies and had it forever and enjoyed it. And uh, it's like, you know, I don't want to get rid of it really, but I also don't have infinite space and money and time to like work on that and other cars. So, you know, it's all it's all part of the conversation. Yeah, makes sense. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I did come up with that name. It's Bill Caswell, is who I was thinking of. Bill the race. Oh party. yes. Bill so, Caswell. anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was in the video of the Porsche. He was the one that did the hundred, like starts yeah. in a row or whatever. Um, and then oh, I had a question for you, Warren. Uh, my friend just. I guess this is a fin- a new. It's it's back. Cadillac converters are being stolen. Yeah, you know like, it's like big crazy, time right? now. Yeah. And it was like what ten years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? And uh, so my friend's daughter just had her like 2004 Prius cat stolen, which is a weird one because that's a low no, car. Prius- but Priuses are popular. They're really for common, right? Reason. That's like They're, one of oh. the go-to's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was I'm all with you though, Lanny. It used to be Tacomas. And it used to be you Tacomas. Could slide and, it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When I was at the smog shop, they had a poster for these, basically like these skid plate looking things that go around your cat so you won't get it stolen. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. So someone's made these products to basically protect your cat. And so just this week, like I'm, I don't even know what day, but got an email from our little neighborhood email group here. And hey, said, next door guy over here. What's going on? <laughs> no, this, is, this is front door. <laughs> this is all <laughs> private. This is a, they have a, like an actual flyer newsletter. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And someone came around with a bullhorn and just yelled at everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Um, he, they said that early in the morning they heard cr- two crazy loud noises and then a car peel off and said, uh, it's maybe someone got their catalytic conversal and I don't know. And I never saw another email about it. So either they were just uh, paranoid or someone didn't report it. But, um, they yeah, had, dude. Yeah. So it's like totally unregulated, got, huh? Like on the other end. Someone got busted. Yeah. They got busted. And I think it was Milpitas or something. They found a, a chop shop full of them, like, you know, 300 catalytic converters piled up. That's wow. crazy. So that's where they're going. Dude, so um, yeah. I, I saw on, um, just in the local, uh, in the paper. No, it's not the paper, but SF Gate. Um, and uh, uh-huh. just like three days ago in San Francisco, um, people shot at, like, so s- someone was stealing a cat and they and the, and the people heard it. They like opened the door and like yelled at them and they, the fucking, the perps shot at them. <laughs> like, and then they I left. heard that. I saw that so headline. Gnarly. Yeah. Um, so gnarly. Yeah. I mean... It's just, dude, dude, I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's got to be like in San Francisco, there's some really like gnarly like theft rings where like, like there people will like do petty theft. They'll go in like CVS and steal all the medication or whatever. Right. And then they sell it to someone on market that then resells it to a distributor in the East Bay that sells it on eBay or whatever. Right. Like, I imagine this is a big operation like that where because there's how is this regulated on the opposite side, though? Like, it's like, because can you just go to a recycling facility and show up with a thousand cats like it's, it seems like so no. sketch like i don't i don't know how no, that's no. not being managed like or, or as you said they're stockpiling them and then they're melting down the, the they've the probably got some black market chinese russian connection where it get, ends up in a shipping container oh, and they all goes to china off. yeah and then they they get a price per cat you know and whatever's coming yeah and they skin them yeah they're expensive yeah. i mean they're they're i can't remember what they are what they are now but uh it used to be like 150 bucks for an old cat and something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Adds up quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so my question is, where do you get a replacement cat for something like that? Oh, anywhere. I mean, you can get them yeah, at a smog shop like the one that I go to. Mm. Generic. It has to be a California. For California, you have to have a, a serial number on it. But yeah, they'll they'll weld in he a He said new he cat was or, having a hard time finding one. Oh, well, for a Prius, it's part of the... I think they sell it as one unit with the header. So it's expensive. Mm. thousand bucks. Gotcha. Yeah, that's how they get you. Because now the new cars, it's uh, all sold as one piece. Huh, cool. 
So yeah, it's pretty cool. What about like <laughs> and then like Rock Auto? A lot or of cars something have like two. That? Wham! Would Rock Auto have something like that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not usually for it. It gets weird with cats, but Federal is easy and they're inexpensive. They're like a hundred bucks. But yeah. um, for, yeah, most of those. Most of those four-cylinder cars, especially like Honda Civics or whatever, it comes right off the header. Yeah, and then it's uh, that part of the part of that uh, piece. Hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, expensive stuff and fuck those guys. I hate that stuff so much. Even though it's not like a violent crime, it's so just feels like it's very violating. Very, <laughs> it is like it's very violating. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. it's also fucking you so hard, right? Yeah. It's, that's why. Because it's like you would gladly give that person, like you're like, dude, I'll just give you 150 bucks, just leave. Like, right. You know, you're it. It fucks you so bad for like kind of like a small thing, really. Yeah, like this yeah. guy, right? You know, it's like someone stealing your yeah. gym shoes. They steal your bag out of your car, break your window to get your your backpack that only has shoes in it, and you're like, dude, just like. Yeah, God, I would have given you twenty bucks to not do that. Yeah, I know, right? And that's the thing is, like, as you're saying, our lane, like this guy, your your friend, he, like, they they can't find one for whatever reason, right? Or maybe they're out because yeah. everyone's fucking stealing them, so they they can't like go to a shop and actually get one. So now they have a car that is technically illegal to drive. So and they're yeah, on, and it's on drive them. It it's so loud. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. Dude. But it's also you on them, right? It. Like to be not to, yeah. to not only the noise pollution, but also the actual pollution, right? And it's it's so unfortunate. Yeah. It's a really really shitty thing. Yeah, it's just super inconsiderate shitty like meth heads i imagine right that like as you said those are the people doing it no. and then not at, on the high but it on, isn't, up top oh yeah maybe they're being hired but yeah yeah it's like you have to be know, just some like dude. just like i think they're more skilled and more uh yeah they're more daring skilled than the, meth heads your average meth head <laughs> so is it just sawzalls or what are they using yeah i think so that's like which is crazy because that's why like that story that i was talking about you obviously hear it happening yeah and i feel like it would like right take me for, a long time to make two two cuts like on a sawzall oh. like that i don't know like totally yeah, well i, guess I think practice is it i i, I wonder shit i want to say that like prius maybe they don't do it they actually just unbolt it like the way that it's designed maybe because i remember reading that pre i in particular are very easy to steal the catalytic converters from so um here oh here we go boom i just found it here's why pre i catalytic converter theft is such a prominent issue um but yeah i think i thought maybe they just unbolt them on these cars but um, I, I don't know. It's a so. long but article. Warren's it's saying the it's the like connected to the, if it's part of the header. Like, yeah, I think it's just the way they're positioned. They're probably able to get under it's there. Easy access. Have access. Yeah, there's probably like less um, like skid plate kind of plastic belly pan stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they don't target every car. It's really like these certain models. Like Tacomas were number one because or Forerunners and stuff. You could just roll underneath it and it's right there. Yeah. You know? So I was listening to Smoking Tire, and they were at like a cafe or something. And all of a sudden, they heard this gnarly car startup. Like, and they look, and they're like, "What is that thing?" And they look across the street, and it's a guy realizing that his cat got like getting in his car in the morning, and his cat was gone of like a Ford Escape or something like that. You know, it is pretty crazy though. If or you think about it. If you're if you're a tweaker and you're looking down the road, and there's just like hundred fifty dollars, hundred fifty dollars, but but a tweaker, how does a tweaker find the guy to give that cat to? That's what I'm saying. There's got to be a whole. Yeah, that's the hard right? part, like right? Yeah, it's, it's like a, how do you? Yeah. Like if I had a cat, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I'd, well, I mean, you yeah. can do one one onesie twosies, you know, if you go to the junkyard. But to your point, like how do you do that multiple times? And yeah, yeah, it's shady for sure. So apparently, Anyhow. this is um, so. Apparently, hybrid vehicles, um, you know, they actually, um, they produce 
or they push yeah. less um, emissions through the cats because they're using the actual battery, right? So they corrode less, and the the precious metals in them are preserved. So there's more there for val like they're more valuable. So that's what like uh, I'm reading right, right now. And rhodium is commonly used in hypercatalytic converters. Its value has skyrocketed, reaching a value of fourteen thousand dollars per ounce. So like. If you know hybrids uh, corrode less, um, their their cats corrode less. I guess there's just more money there, right? They're more. And oh, here's a fun one: finding and installing a catalytic converter replacement for a Prius can cost up to four thousand uh, dollars, and they're saying twenty seven hundred to forty one hundred bucks. Holy shit! Hopefully that the insurance covers it. Yeah, because the guys that used to buy the cats from my shop would come with a. They just had like a stick they would put through them to see if they were broken through, and you could put the stick all the way through. They wouldn't give you anything. Oh really. yeah. But uh, yeah, so more intact, the better. And if the Prius is obviously internal combustion isn't being used as much, yeah, it's a better example. But yeah, dude, uh, apparently there you go. That's why it's back up because the precious yeah. metals are back. And yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, and you know, there's some other weird angle to view it as. Like in California, we're not going to be defended. It's like the government's going to be like, well, there you go, control combustion engines, start driving EVs, man. You don't want to have that problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, it's super shitty. Ugh. Bummer. And that'll be like the copper in the um, high voltage wires in the high, the electric vehicles are worth a lot of money. And so uh, there you go. they're no, starting you to get the, take the, the harnesses out of the car. That lithium. Yeah, remember when the, the farms were having all the copper stolen? Yeah. That was pretty gnarly. That's so ghetto. Goddamn. <laughs> so bad. So all worthless. right. Is it trivia time? Is it? I got a doozy. I got a doozy for you guys. Oh, man. Handle it. It's trivia time. Or trivia, as Art says it. Grovna. Hello, Grovna. Hello, Bob. Grovna. All right. Um, let's see here if my computer will wake up. All right. On Rad for Sale right now, we have a uh, Ford... Mustang Saline S281. It's a 96, which is the first of that example. What is an S281, uh, by the way? What is it? Yeah, is that the engine? Four yeah, six? it's a 281. Is it modular or something? What is it? What is it? What is it? It's a 200, 281 cubic inch. Saline is that a 46 modular or what is it? I don't know. I don't know what that means. What is it? Isn't the modular uh, is a, a 4.6 liter? Uh, well, that's a 281. It, sta 281. it started in 91? 96 in the normal SN95s. Because 95 was a 5 liter, and then it went to the 4.6, remember? So is that a 4.6? You're a Mustang guy, apparently. I think so, Lane. I think, I uh, but let me, so I'm it's a modular sure. engine. So it is, okay. okay gotcha. uh, but I, I was trying to see. I just don't... Oh, fuck, never mind. I was going to look it up right now, but... Because, um, you yeah. know, 90... So 95, SN95s, they yeah. had that 5 liter V8, like the old school, whatever, you know, like the... Yeah. Oh, the here one, you go. The well, 302, essentially. Well, apparently not, dude. So S281, making its debut in 96, which is this car... Um, Celine S281 utilizing naturally aspirated 4.6 liter two. Oh, wait a minute. That is the 4.6. But um, are all of them modular? Is that the name of this style? That's, isn't that just the name of the engine? The 4.6? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my. This is terrible for the domestic fans out there. They're like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Sorry. Um, but yeah, it is, Lane. It's the it's the 4.6. It's a. Yeah. It's an overhead valve engine as opposed yeah, to. Yeah, it know, is. Push correct. Rod. Yeah, exactly. So, it is. Yeah. It is overhead valve. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Because yeah, I, I've driven a '95 and they had the the old school, you know, push rod. Vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone commented on that actually in 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 uh, in that post. They said, yeah, '94s and '95s had the push rod engine, and the '96 was the first year of the overhead valve, and this is a single overhead cam uh, engine. Mm, okay. So that car uh, in particular on Rad for Sale is autographed by uh, Steve Saline, his wife, for some reason, and uh, the designer of the Saline S7, who is, um, what's his name? Frank? That's... What's his name? <laughs> Good old, what's his name? That's uh, another... Phil Frank. Phil Frank. Okay, yes, two first names. Weird. Uh, yeah. Why would he? So did he design the body kit or something? I think so. I think he had a, a part, yeah, in the uh, body kit and the design of that era, uh-huh. but he also went on to design the S7. So um, in researching that, uh, I came upon the Wikipedia page for the Saline S7, which um, I've always kind of been a fan of these cars. Um, and it says here that it's the Saline S7 became America's sixth mid-engine production sports car. Sixth. Ever. Can you name any of the other mid-engine American sports cars? Uh, De Tomasa Pantera, is that American? Well, that's technically Italian, right? With, a, with no, an American not, engine. That didn't, that didn't well, make the cut. It, is it technically Italiana. Italian? I mean, it was yeah, it's Italian. Sold through freaking Ford dealers. Italian. Was it sold Stop through arguing. Ford dealers? Yeah, or maybe even Mercury, yeah, right? Was, I can't remember. It might have been yeah. Mercury. Imported through Lincoln Mercury, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, Mid, mid-engine, you said? Mid-engine. So the S7 was only the sixth production sports car in America. Yeah. So Fiero. Fiero is one of them. Um, Corvair's <laughs> rear engine, right? That doesn't count. Yeah, Corvette's rear. And by the way, rear, the Fiero I mean. is the only one I would have probably come up oh with on this Oh, my God, list. dude. I'm because... Just- you got to also imagine this S7 counts as a production car. So that's like the, the caliber oh, of car we're talking Oh, yeah, about. got you. Okay. And all the others are going to be like crazy yeah. stuff, huh? Oh, like Hennessy Venom, right? Look, does that count? I mean, that so was... that's after this, but. Yeah. So up until think, then, like, up between, until, but you're saying, but like that. Fiero, something like that. Between Fiero and S7, any other mid-engine American sports cars. Ford GT ninety or something, but that wasn't a real car, right? Uh, right. We've had two of these. Oh, uh, fucking Consolier GT. That's one of ah, them. That's good. Consolier GTP, and we had another one on this list at Radwood. Oh, was there like a Pano something, or they're all front engine? Mm, I don't think um, exotic. Um, oh, that weird thing, the the Chevy thing? No, that wasn't No, that car. wasn't production. Yeah. That uh, didn't count as production. Um it starts with a V. Volkswagen. <laughs> the Vol. Oh, Vol. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Vol. Um dude, hold on. Um uh what what engine does it have? Vauxhall. <laughs> Fucking I don't even know what they use. What do they use? Is it a Ford? I don't I don't know what it uses. <laughs> Uh, it was at Peterson, and it was parked on the ramp. Oh, Vector. And oh, Vector. Vector. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What motor do they use? I thought that was the... the it's a it's, Buick. It's, it's a, like no, a Buick. Oh, I thought it was a TPI. Wasn't it a Chevy motor? A twin-turbo Chevy? 
with that with that oh, Chrysler thought... transmission, right? Oh, maybe you're right. Um, I can't uh, remember. I can tell you right now. It's a, a W8. Does that uh, ring any bells? Well, I think it's the, yeah, it's um, just the twin turbo thing. That... Yeah, six liter Rodec twin turbocharged V8. And so that so that's with one. A... We got the Celine two, uh, Fiero three, uh, the Consolier four. So we still have two more. Seven, you said, or or six? Well, I'll, I'll give it to you here. It's the Vector W8 and the M12, which was the same thing. Just a, yeah, okay. The race version, and then the Mosler Raptor. Oh, Mosler. Yeah. Wow. Makes sense. I know the name. I can't even picture the car. Mosler. Raptor. But isn't that ridiculous? Like Pontiac Fiero. Okay, that we know that car, and that's a mid-engine production yeah. car. And then we're talking about a consular Mosler, a Vector, and a Saline. <laughs> Isn't the Mosler Raptor the same car as the Consolier? It looks the same. Did they ever, did they even build more than, how many vectors did they build? How could that, is that really considered a production car? I guess so. I don't know. According to Wikipedia, now don't, you know, you can DM us, call in if you know, but uh, that's a crazy thing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just waiting for, uh, oh, they they produced 22 vectors, uh, Lane, in total from 89 to 93. So that's all of them. Uh, but I, I'm just picturing right now um, Joe Polo right now losing his shit about this whole S, <laughs> S-281 Sorry, conversation. Joe. Sorry, Joe. I don't uh, know why Lane brought that up. Yeah. But um, Well, we were right with all the stuff. I, I mean, right? Was, <laughs> oh, the modular wrong. thing? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say, Fun. It was a fun little conversation talk. Um, what is the uh, miles between the Earth and the moon? Oh, it's How like, many miles? It's like 20 like right around 500,000. I remember and Lane, you said 20 total? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can see at the moon, so yeah, it's got to yeah. be close. Exactly. <laughs> and you're at 500,000. It's a big discrepancy are, there are, between the two. I want to say it's like 250 or 500. I don't know why I have those numbers in my uh, head. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah it's elementary between, school. Between 20 and like a million. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 238,555. Yeah. 250, was it? And now here's a little stat that kind of blew my mind. You can fit all of the other planets in the solar system between the Earth and the Moon. Damn, that is mind blowing. With four thousand nine hundred ninety miles to spare. That's crazy. Yeah, nice. it is insane. I, I just goes to show you. You know, maybe Saturn's not that big. Jupiter. What is the diameter of Jupiter? Um, the diameter of Jupiter is one hundred thirty nine thousand eight hundred and twenty two kilometers. Okay. Hundred and thirty something thousand, you said. One thirty nine. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, it's like sixty yeah. ish thousand, sixty five thousand miles or eighty. No, probably closer to eighty, huh? Um, eighty thousand miles across. Anyways, that's wild though. Yeah, that kind of blew my mind. It's yeah, mind there's boggling. There's a graphic of it. We should do that. Um, we should like readjust them so they're just in a line. From I was thinking the that Earth. too. Just put them all and right by the there. Way, 238,000 miles is the average distance between the Earth and the Moon. We all know that it. Ah, uh, elliptical uh, orbit. I learned that in uh thank you. Thank physical you. science in high school. There yeah. there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's a podcast. That's it, and that's all. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. I want to know where to go with that.